0: Trevor, you better believe it there is an explicit warning on wow. this one wow isn't there what there is uh we'll talk about the number of f-bombs in this movie but we thought you should know that information before you decided to press play on this one so on with the show
1: i'm gonna make them an awfully i feel the need the need for speed
0: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fanick.
1: Go ahead. Make my day.
2: He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids.
0: Uh, But that's about it. He's Trevor Long.
3: You talking to me?
0: Together they bring you the best movies you've never
1: seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you.
0: Rent Bio stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch.
4: Watch on a big screen high sense TV.
2: the best movies you've never seen
4: the first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club
0: with steven fennec and trevor long this is the captain brace for impact Hello and welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. This is a podcast where I present a movie that I've seen many, many times, and I show it to my good friend Trevor Long, who has never seen it before. Trevor, how are you doing? I am marvellous, Stephen. I'm,
4: I'm happy that we're building your your movie library. I was thinking it's that. really getting there. Actually, I've lost count of how many shows we've done, but... 30 plus it is. I'm now legitimately thinking as you're I watch a... shows, oh, this is similar to, oh, that's like, and this is, oh, that's that. So, yeah. You've got some recall. You're, you're a little at, bit. That's awesome. I still struggle with recall. You know that.
0: <laughs> well, this week, we've got a cracker. It's Goodfellas. This was released in 1990, directed by the great man Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Ray Liotta. Now, this is based on a true story. It was adapted... Uh, the book "Wise Guy" by was uh, written by Nicholas Pileggi, and he recalls the, the 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 gangster world of the between the fifties all the way through to the eighties. And the film wasn't called "Wise Guy" for a reason; it was called "Goodfellas." The
4: book was called "Wise Guy,"
0: but right. at the time they decided to go with "Goodfellas." And there's a line in the movie they say, "Look, you yes. know, he's a good man, he's a good fella." That's how they justified they re- the name. They
4: refer to themselves in that way. Yes, yep. they're
0: Goodfellas. Uh, the reason was because there was another movie. Uh, Brian De Palma had a film of the same name, but there was also a very popular TV series a few years earlier that had started called Wise Guy. Oh,
4: right. So it
0: was a TV series. It was. Yeah. So they decided, you know what? Let's just not take a chance here and just go with Goodfellas. So uh, that was that was why they went that way. Now. You would, you'd imagine there was a bit of nervous tension with the studio, uh, due to this is an extremely violent film, and a lot of language in it, and studio, uh, the, the the film, you know how they do the test screenings.
4: Yeah. Apparently,
0: the preview responses were horrible. Oh, really? And they were terrified. So oh, this is, this is the,
4: the you know one of the first edits in front of 20s, yes, and, 20 or 100 the, people, and they all went, yeah. Yup, the review oh. was,
0: uh, thumbs down, um, Martin Scorsese, and this is him, His quote from him, he says, the numbers were so low, it was funny. Wow. But they pressed ahead, the film... They pressed they ahead. without major they changes? They ne- never changed a thing. Um, it w- was released to critical acclaim and became one oh. of Scorsese's best films and one of the best films Ever
4: made, and we should say that from the start. We've we've been even though we've been doing this this movie podcast for well thirty odd weeks now. Um, we've been talking about movies for many years on our own podcast, Two Blokes Talking Tech, and you have ranked movies, and this is legitimately yeah, this is up there. This yeah. actually, you know, could well be the uh, the title track for this podcast.
0: Could very well be. In your be. sense, could very well be. This is a perfect example of a great movie that you've never seen. Okay. And so just on that, did you have any impressions of this? Did you know? You heard of it?
4: I, I, any other impressions? There's something about the name or something that I'd seen that made me think gangster. Uh-huh. So, And I also had some, and you're going to hate this, but some confusion with Godfather. And so yeah. I I I knew it was in that okay. genre.
0: They both start with G. That's good. But that's it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was a similar genre. So that's no, that's, that's fair. right. It's mafia. It's, fair. Fair. it's you know, yeah, yeah, of course. It's it's gangster related. Well, I
4: think my mum's partner Gary was a big fan of the Godfather. I fear he may have also been a fan of, the, of this movie uh-huh. as well. So oh, I think he would have been. If you're a fan of the Godfather, think, you'd love this. I movie I think that too. that may have been my knowledge of it. Okay. But literally, no okay. idea.
0: And this was the first time you'd seen it. Hundred well. percent. Wow, living up to what it says on the box, mate. The best movies you've never seen. Yes, exactly. The movie was nominated for six Oscars. Sheesh. One one Oscar. Can oh. you guess which Oscar it would have won? <sighs> Screenplay. No. Oh. Best actor in a supporting role for Joe Pesci.
4: Oh, really? Who Joe plays Pesci? Tommy?
0: So it was nominated. Wow. It was nominated for best picture. Dances with Wolves won that. It was nominated for best supporting actress for Lorraine Bracker, who plays Karen. Yeah, you know, Ray's. Um, Where else Ron? do I know her from? So, uh, Sopranos. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Whoopi Goldberg won that for her role in Ghost. It was nominated... Martin Scorsese was nominated for Best Director. Kevin Costner won that because he directed Dances with Wolves. Yeah. It was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay and also Best Film Editing. But it still remains to this day one of Scorsese's greatest... And Scorsese's put out some amazing films. But this remains probably... This will be the first line of his obituary, the director of Goodfellas, right. if, when he passes away. Right, okay. right This is that, that, that good. Fair enough. Now, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to be sharing all of the stuff that happens in this movie. So, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, I recommend you watch it on Fetch. Just
4: like I did um, I this morning, I fired up the Fetch remote and I pressed the uh, voice search button, which allows me to command the Fetch in any way via my voice, and I simply said, Goodfellas, and it gave me the option to rent or buy uh, directly on the fetch through the Fetch Movie Store. So I did, and Stephen, because of your passion for this movie, I did buy it. Ah. I thought I'm going to buy this, so it could be rewatched without any additional cost. Because I've, yes. I've now purchased it, and the great thing is that once you've bought a movie, uh, it sits in your movie library. So you've got a virtual. Stephen's got a physical movie library at his place with Blu-rays and DVDs. I've got. I'm I'm building up the ultimate virtual library. library. Yes. Yes. You, it, by clicking the simple menu. Going over to My Stuff and down okay. to Movies, and got you a choose,
0: library. Did, could you choose what quality to, what to buy it in? Or? I watch this in HD, yeah. HD, nice. Alrighty, well you're still with us, we're going to be talking a lot about this movie. Okay, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about though are your impressions now that you've seen it.
4: So how did it change, was there a change or did it live up to your expectations, exceed your expectations? I, I worry about having these conversations because I know how much <laughs> this movie means to you, Stephen. Well, I'm not going to be offended, but whatever, you, whatever you say, I'm well not no, going to be offended. offended We've all geez, got our own opinions. <laughs> Jeez, you can judge. Stephen, I'm going to say this is one of the great movies of all time. Wow. Okay. This, I love this. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this is one of the worst no, movies no, of all time. No, no, um, I loved it. Um, I'm going to say teaser. straight away, You're a teaser, <laughs> teaser, you are. I um, it had so much Bronx tale about it to me because of De Niro, but also Good because call. it was a story of a young fella yes, coming up. Do you know yes. what I mean?
0: See that's comparison? That. See, if you hadn't have seen the Bronx Tale, <laughs> Bronx Tale, you couldn't have made that is, in comparison. Is this like a proud moment well, for it you? Is, it's <laughs> just like a proud dad moment. This is incredible.
4: <laughs> so I, oh, you know, I think looking back at the Bronx Tale, I'm sure I said I absolutely loved it at the time, yes. and I had the same feeling about this. This is a long movie, let's be honest, but it doesn't yeah. feel like it's. Yeah. A, it's all I could think afterwards was. Uh, I guess the only thing you could do is split it up into two movies. There's like a you know a coming of age story, yes. and then the the kind of other part of the. Well, listen, adult I, story? I reckon there's
0: three parts to this movie. There's three sections. Right? Yeah, but so,
4: Scorsese and,
0: and I'll, I'll I'll challenge you to find a section where oh you could not have that bit. No, no. It This it is, was. This you is my point. Every bit of it. There's yeah. not a
4: point in this movie that I would take out. Yeah. But I can imagine splitting it out into multiple movies. Potentially. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
0: right. So make it like a, a like a Goodfellas 1, Goodfellas 2 yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, right. Because
4: the, the, just just yeah. the childhood I don't story. think
0: Martin Scorsese has ever made oh, a series. I don't think he's ever made a sequel right. to any of his movies. Wow.
4: Um, yeah, I don't think he has. So, right. mate, I loved it. Um, okay. I, I'm glad I, to hear that. I, I would simply What's open tweet up say? Twitter tweet, yeah. and say, if you're as lame as me and have never <laughs> seen Goodfellas, get into it, stop everything. It's a great movie. Yeah. Full stop. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's one of those ones that I and again I say this probably every week now, but I feel like I am fortunate to be able to watch movies without any. The only the There's only no hype around it. No, it's just the you only thing it. I hear is your millionaire question the week before, basically. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I don't. That's I, a good thing. I reckon. I don't see it. Doesn't a colour your judgment. Yeah, I yeah. don't see a trailer for it. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a review to read. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yes,
0: uh, I reckon that's a good thing. Yeah, like let's You're be clear. You're sort of going in without any. We, we need to be
4: really clear with people here. Yeah, I watch a movie. That's all I do. Stephen yeah. has all the knowledge of the movie beforehand. Then he <laughs> puts all the effort into finding all the audio grabs and rewatching it and making notes and finding facts. Yeah, I'm I have the luxury of just sitting down and going, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to watch this movie, and I don't do yep. any preparation because I think by preparing I would spoil. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's right. I agree with that.
0: Now I saw this when it came out of the movies. Funny enough. I also read the book too. I read Wise Guy as well, well <laughs> and look, when you when you see the name Martin Scorsese, you think, well, I've got to see this. And he, that, he, of course, he's uh, just a genius director. Um, I've seen this so many times. <laughs> I think it, it, but it, but it comes with a Scorsese movie. There's so many intricacies. I reckon you watch this a second time, you'll pick up all this other little, these stuff oh, that goes on. It was there's a lot of intricacies. Two and a in half it.
4: hours, yeah, almost fast paced.
0: Yeah, a lot happens, <clears throat> and, and and little touches. You think, you, and Scorsese's obviously got his own style of shooting things, and it's he's. Uh, we'll talk later about how he let the character, the, the, the actors, just improvise a lot of the time. But the other and, thing that I yeah. loved
4: about it was, and we will definitely get into this at the very end. There's a, there's a thing that happens, but also. Just the fact that the start is also the middle. You know, there's yes, some of those yes, things that I yeah. think are really That's good. Creative. I like that. I like yeah. it when
0: they drop you in the middle of it. And you think, hang what is this? And then yeah. you sort of go back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All right. Casting call.
4: Starring strong, Ray Liotta. Strong facial recognition oh, yeah. for me here. Now, again, okay. I'll tell you. Can I I'm ask where big... you've
0: seen him before? Ray
4: Liotta. Ray, who played oh. Henry Hill. Right.
0: He was in a movie called Something Wild. He was in another movie, which I'm sure you've seen. I'll give you a clue. Just... Baseball theme.
4: Is he Moneyball? No. Um, Field of Dreams. Correct. Right. He plays, in that movie, he's- Shoeless Joe
0: Jackson. Oh, right. Ray Liotta is Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams. Right.
4: I mean, yes. he's just... He's- See so my again. This sounds ridiculous to people who are movie buffs like Stephen, but I don't. I don't know. I know all these people. Yeah, like in this. You movie, know their face, but don't know their I recognize yeah. more people in this movie than yeah. anyone ever before. There's and a I'll lot of. You, oh, that's that guy. Yeah, but I'll tell you why. And again, we've discussed this before in other gangster style movies. Yeah. These people are typecast. Yeah, a little bit, Paulie. Well, Hello. Yeah. Well, like he is. He is. The yeah. yeah, gangster. Yeah. In. yeah. In so many shows. Exactly, right. Well, this is also uh, Ray Liotta was
0: in uh, Unlawful Entry and Copland. So he had not a bad little resume. Robert De Niro, okay, he plays Jimmy Conway. Now, here are the movies that he starred in, right? Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King of Comedy, Cape Fear. Do you know what all of those movies have in common, apart from being great movies? No. All directed by Martin Scorsese. Really? So De Niro and Scorsese have collaborated many, many times. Joe Pesci plays Tommy DeVito. And he was in Raging Bull, directed by Scorsese. He was in Lethal Weapon 2. Remember him in, have you seen Lethal Weapon 2? My Cousin Vinny. Home Alone he was in as well. Yes. You recognise him from that? Lorraine Bracco, uh, you saw her in The Sopranos. She plays Karen Hill. She was in The Basketball Diaries, The Sopranos. She was in a film called Medicine Man with Sean Connery. And that was directed by John McTeenan, you know, the dude who did Die Hard and Predator okay. and Hunt for Red October. So, right, uh, and, and Paul Salvino plays Paulie, the other gangster like, turn. He's, he's in, uh, like, a lot of gangster films. He he, yeah, he he is kind of typecast, too. A lot of gangster. the B players, like yes. all the gang, you see, oh, hang on, I know yeah. him. He's been in other Mate, movies. The, yeah. These
4: blokes are in The Sopranos. They're, they're in other movies. They're casting agents. I mean, they look on. for a
0: gangster. They go They go to a special section, all these blokes. Yes,
4: yeah, that's, that's right. right. Okay.
0: Well, we're about to get through to the run-through, but before we do that, let's talk about Hisense. Hisense have some fantastic big-screen TVs. It's all about go big or go home with Hisense. 75- and 85-inch TVs are proving to be more popular than ever. And you know what? A movie like Goodfellas... Such a cinematic experience watching it on a, yes. on a massive Hisense TV. And they've got their ULED technology, quantum dot technology on board. A lot of proprietary technology that Hisense has come up with to come up with this, this spectacular picture quality, great contrast and black levels. But they also not only look good, they sound good as well. They've got Dolby Atmos yes. built in. So you can hear the, the Dolby Atmos compatible films, and there's plenty of, of them. You can hear sounds coming from around the room, this virtual surround sound thanks to that built-in Dolby Atmos. They've also got the excellent vdar operating system, so it's really easy to get to your content, to navigate the TV all in the, at, at your fingertips with that VDAR system. And best of all, Hisense backs all of their TVs with a three-year warranty. Not one, not two, three-year warranty. That can give you peace of mind. Hisense is the real deal if you are considering a TV. If you want to check them out, head over to Hisense.com dot com dot oh. All righty, let's get into this and the first thing we see and you kind of mentioned it before this sort of car driving at night and they hear these sounds in the boot it's very and funny it is honest. it is our kind of introduction to these guys they open up the boot and there's a guy that's been he's in there they they thought he's dead and they pull out a knife <laughs> and and guns and and it's see what what I quite love. a lot of shocking opening
4: what I love about this scene and it we've already mentioned that we're going to go through the movie, so you should have seen it by now but what I love about this scene is it, it makes you assume things yeah. that later become whimsical because you're assuming these guys just go, what the, oh my God, there's a body here and they just stab <laughs> it. In the boot. <laughs> yes, it's like, it's like they didn't know. When you're watching it, yeah. you don't, you, it's like you did, they didn't know it was, it was there. there. Yeah. And now... You, well, you're
0: wondering, yeah, what is that? Yeah, What's what, going on? And then they yeah. open
4: the boot and they're like, oh my God, there's a body in yeah. there and then they just proceed to kill
0: it. And then it's sort of the, 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 the smash cut of, um, of Henry Hill when he
2: shuts the boot. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
0: So that was, uh, the, the, that was kind of what set it off, and, and that really then takes us back to his youth. Yes. And this is Isn't it uh, a, it's a nice way tight to start a movie, part of the though? movie, yeah. So it's how he, he says, look, from as far back as I can remember, I want to be a gangster. He goes, Barry, he says, being a gangster would be better than being president. And he felt like he belonged in yes. that world, you know. So and this
4: whole opening yeah. scene, as a, as a youngster, for for the next little bit, actually is just painting the picture of being a gangster through the eyes of a child. Yeah. It's quite fascinatingly him, him done. Him
0: admiring these people who, you yeah. know, there's, uh, you know they're, they're, he, he he can be someone among these people. And he talks about working at the cab stand and he sees a lot of characters coming in and out. Paul, we, we get a look at him. He's sort of the Mate, boss of everyone in the neighbourhood. As soon as he comes out, a, yeah. a language we went,
4: Oh, as soon as he comes out, I go, oh, I fucking love Paulie. <laughs> like he is. And we yeah. talked about that B-roll, you know, gangster character, but he is just... He embodies Perfect. it. Perfect. He, he really is. It. He does. Yeah. And, but he also strikes me as the most kind and gentle person. Like yeah, I bet. Yeah. I bet off. You know his daughter, Mira
0: Sorvino, is an actress too. She's right. been in a lot of movies. She's a good actress. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we see that he, uh, he's been jigging school. He sort of he yep. gives the impression. maybe he walks around the corner, sees his mum go inside, then he, he, he goes, in, goes back into the cab stand. And uh, he was, he said, he, looked he knew everyone, and it got to a stage where he was getting involved in a few things early.
2: I was the luckiest kid in the world. I could go anywhere. I could do anything. I knew everybody, and everybody knew me. Wise guys would pull up and Tootie would toss me their keys and let me park their Cadillacs. I mean, here I am, this little kid I can't
4: even see over the steering wheel, and I'm parking Cadillacs. The so, best thing about this scene that I loved was him him driving these Cadillacs, but yeah. it wasn't you know, the great placement of him being this, being this little kid. It was the other kids looking, looking through the through fence, fence at him, Yeah, thinking, going, little, what's, what's he this doing? kid, yeah, man? Yeah. He's in. What's going on here? It's good. But the whole thing,
0: though, didn't go down too well at home. No. Why don't you
2: tell me about this? It's
3: a letter from school. It says you haven't been there in months. In months! You bum! You want to be
2: But after a while, he was mostly pissed because I hung around the cab stand. He knew what went on at that cab stand. And every once in a while, I'd have to take a beating. But by then, I didn't care. The way I saw it, Everybody takes a beating sometimes.
0: Just on that, like established early about the the narration. Like yes. I reckon, again, this is a brilliant example of a narrated, narrated film. Story, so they're yeah. giving you that perspective, and he's got a great voice too, Ray Liotta's so yeah. a really good deep voice. Yes, um, but I, see yeah. what I
4: love about this this next little scene is. You've just discovered that he hasn't just been working hard. He's been just not going to school. His yeah. dad's found out. His dad's filthy. And then they go out and he's, he tells the, them that he can't make deliveries anymore because, look, his dad, he's got a black yeah. eye. He's like, my dad's will beat me. And then they get him in a car and it's like, and I'm thinking, what are they going to do? Are they Are going to go and bash his dad? <laughs> and they're, they're waiting for someone to come out of a room and he points at him. And I'm thinking, is he pointing at his dad to be bashed here? Like, I couldn't <laughs> work out what was going on. Because you think to yourself, how can you solve the problem of a, a teenage boy whose dad is filthy with him for, for doing work on the side? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you just gotta, you gotta take that, you gotta give, send the dad a lesson, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> they find the postman and beat <laughs> him to a pulp and tell him to stop delivering <laughs> letters from the school and he ends up not delivering any letters. Yeah. I love
0: he, that scene. He, and then when they get in there we're going to put his head in the oven. They go, you, yeah. any
4: letters from that school you deliver to us and
0: then I think the mother ends up complaining to the post <laughs> office <laughs> that
4: <There's been laughs> they no weren't getting any mail at all. So <laughs> It's just such a gangster, it's such a gangster thing because oh, yeah. you and I Yeah. Would think, well, we've got to send a message to the dad, maybe, if we're going to stop this. Maybe, but no, no, they're no. like, we'll just cut the cut mail them off, off of
0: the supply. Yeah, so that, good. That's kind of a gangster way of thinking. Yes. Today, don't you reckon? Yeah, it is. Uh, I like the scene where when he turns up, he goes, "Look, you know, he's in this brand new suit," and he goes, "What? You, mean? you look like a gangster," and that's kind of what he was going for. Exactly. So <laughs> she, he's like, "Look at
4: my <laughs> shoes," and she's like, "Dude, you look like a gangster." But didn't you
0: find it? Like, in soon after this, there was a scene where. There was a bloke that was like wounded and he and he came into the cab stand and he said, oh, first time I've ever seen someone shot. And he goes, get him out of here. We don't want him to see. And he was trying to help him. And he got the towels and he goes, what are you? Goes, you wasted what, eight what towels. Eight he aprons on that bloke. On this bloke.
4: This bloke was shot and he said, he you, you, got, a load you, got, to you wasted eight aprons on that bloke. We're going to have to teach him uh, you know, how to harden up or something. I'm oh. thinking, "Geez, this is gold.
0: But he, he was uh, working at the cab stand and they'd have their odd poker games and this is where he first meets jimmy conway
4: it was
2: when i met the world it was when i first met jimmy conway he couldn't have been more than 28 or 29 at the time but he was already a legend he'd walk in the door and everybody who worked the room just went wild He'd give the doorman 100 just for opening the door. He'd shove hundreds in the pockets of the dealers and all the guys that ran the games. I mean, the bartender got 100 just for keeping the ice cubes cold.
1: The Irishman is here to take all your guineas' money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's
0: Robert Gennaro's character. Yeah. And so he's he's Irish, so he's not Italian. So that's right. Remember he said, I'm here to take all your guineas' money? Yeah. So... You establish uh, that he's not an Italian, but he's in the he's in the world, the world yes. of the gangsters. Um, and they, the, the, it the, becomes
4: important much later in the movie. Absolutely,
0: and, and you also find out too that they had. He, he um, Henry, was saying that he just loves to steal. He gets what yeah, he just so so loved it, and they kind of worked out a system.
2: You know, he was one of the city's yeah. biggest hijackers: a booze, cigarettes, razor blades, shrimp and lobsters. Shrimp and lobsters were best. They went really fast. Thanks. And almost all of them were gimmies. I mean, they just gave it up, no problem. They called them Jimmy the Gent.
4: Tommy, up the the
2: drivers loved them. They used to tip them off about their really good loads. And, of course, everybody got a piece.
4: So that was... The, I love this what, scene. What, during because during they,
0: this scene, I remember he was given the, the police just, turned up and he put <laughs> some money in the cigarette the one box. That's the I think is the best, is, is yeah. he's
4: getting all these cigarettes out of a truck Taking yeah. the way, cops turn up and you think, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. And then the cop just goes, "Got anything good?" <laughs> and he gives him not just a couple of boxes of cigarettes, but there's a few hundreds in the in yeah, the top of the box, tucked in the top. And so,
0: Jimmy. This is when we're first introduced to Tommy <laughs> too. Tommy. So don't forget, Henry's still young. Yes. the actor's young, and Tommy he a younger Tommy, version yep. of Tommy as well. Um, and they sort of you assume now that they're, they're going to be sort of growing up together, working together. Yeah. Um, but Henry gets pinched. Henry's caught stealing the cigarettes. Remember in the next scene. Yeah. So uh, he well, ends he's up just in, in he's court just, in front right. of a judge. Yeah, it's all right. And uh, so he ends up in court. And at the end of it, he, uh, he he's thinking that
1: uh, he's, he's going to get in trouble. Service, yeah. Congratulations. Here's your graduation thing. I'm not sorry. Pinched. Everybody gets pinched, but you did it right. You told them nothing, and they got nothing. I thought you'd be mad. Man, I'm not mad. At you. I'm proud of you. You took your first pinch like a man, and you learned the two greatest things in life. Well, Look at me. Never rat on your friends, and always
0: keep your mouth shut.
4: The Very best part about important. this, though, is you've got Robert De Niro with his arm around him. You know, yeah. just saying those good words to him and letting him reassuring him that he's okay and he's done nothing wrong. And then they open the door, and the whole gang, basically Paul yeah. and all, are there. Yeah. And, and they're, Paulie they're says, what Paulie said? <clears throat> you popped your cherry.'"
0: <laughs> He's sort of, in other words, you've, you've, you're you've one of us now. You, you've, been, you've had your first you, cuff, you, you, yeah. You're down the road, yeah. Uh, next bit, a few years have passed, and I think I love the sort of slow pan up, uh, you know, looking up. Uh, there's a car, guy standing in front of a car, and then we find, we see that's Ray Liotta. Henry's grown up now. Uh, they're near Idlewild Airport. He's describing how the airport, whenever they needed something, they just steal it from near the airport. They, the, they, knew, became they their, knew everyone that owned it. The they knew things were coming in and out of the airport. So we're in 1963 now. Uh, they also find, there was the, the, in this scene, did you remember they were standing in the car park of a diner? Yeah, this and is And the truck driver just gets out and leaves his keys in there and, and goes. And
4: then the truck driver goes in and blames completely different people. Yes. Um, yeah. just to, yeah, so just, someone just, just drove it away. Just to, just yeah. to throw, the, throw everyone so off That was just scent. an
0: example of how sort of Jimmy sort of set up with the loads and knowing yeah. what's coming and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're into the bamboo lounge. And we we're introduced. Did you like this scene where they're all talking to the camera? Yeah, this was, is this guy. Yeah, this guy, was, sort of. That's Scorsese. That's a touch, t- really typical Scorsese yeah, because touch. Well, yeah.
4: I, I so he, I, I got the feeling from it that you were put in the body of someone. Being walked through yeah, for the first time, being introduced to everyone, yeah. yeah, and so they would just be in conversation. Then they turn to the camera and say something. Yeah, they'd all say something very different.
0: And everyone had a nickname. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, this bloke said, "Geez, now called Jimmy two times because every time he says everything, I'm going to get the peepers. Get the peepers. <laughs> everything two times." So everyone had their own little yeah. uh, eccentricity, their own nickname. But it was here too. I like the shot where sort of the camera was panning along the table, all this beautiful food and drink and everything on it, and Henry sort of uh, philosophising about the work of man being a sucker.
2: To us, those goody-good people who work shitty jobs for bum paychecks and took the subway to work every day, worried about their bills, were dead. I and mean, They were suckers. They had no balls. If we wanted something, we just took it. If anyone complained twice, they got hit so bad, believe me, they never complained again. And
0: he was so in, still in the bamboo lounge, and Henry looks across the room and sees a, 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 a friend of his, uh, and this is important for later in the movie. So this is the guy uh, who he calls Jimmy over. So Henry calls Jimmy over to meet this other guy who works yeah. at the airport. This is ahead of the Air France score. Remember how he says, he explained to him, There's, what happens, all the, all the um, tourists in America, they, they cash their money into American dollars, into French francs in America. And in then the, the bills are sent back to America. They're just sitting there, half a million bucks worth of stuff. And that, that's sort of the seeds planted there that they've got a job coming up. But this next scene, I think, is probably one of the signature scenes of the movie, where you hear Tommy's telling a story, yeah. making everyone laugh, yep. and uh, Henry Hills just remarks about how funny he is.
1: Hey, it's funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, mean? you mean the way I talk? What? <laughs> it's just you know, you're just,
2: you're just funny. It's funny, you know the way you tell the story and everything.
1: Funny how. I mean, what's funny about it? Yeah, Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, Lord Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. You mean, let so? I me mean, understand this, because I you know. Maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story, what... No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny.
2: Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker!
1: I almost had him! I almost had him! <laughs> <laughs> you stuttering prick, yeah? <laughs> Frankie, was he shaking? <laughs>
0: See, did you did you think, what? Well, tell me what you were thinking then, is that this bloke, what the hell's going no, on No, see,
4: I'll be honest with you. I think that is a, I think that is Tommy. Yeah. And he realises at that point he has gone too far and he lets it come back to being a joke. Right. So I think Tommy. Oh, he's a psychopath. No, is, Not a well, doubt. We yeah, see that not throughout, a doubt. It, right? <laughs> So yeah. I think at that point he is yeah. angry at Henry. He is thinking, what do you mean, mate? Yeah. He is like, what do you, what, tell me yeah, why.
0: Wow. And then he realises well, he's taken this
4: whole thing too far and so it just becomes a joke again
0: let me tell you about this scene hear me it was based on something that actually happened to Joe Pesci when Cause when he does cuz he yeah, does say what do you mean the way I talk while working he was working in the restaurant as, as a young bloke and apparently uh, there was a mob, lone mobster that was oh, used really? to frequent the restaurant <clears throat> yep and uh, he told the same thing to this mob boss that he was funny and the comp there was supposed to be a compliment but the response he got from the guy in the rest the mob the mobster was totally opposite to what he expected. Oh, so wow. he remembered the feeling of thinking, oh, holy shit, Like, um, have I offended you? What have I done? So what they did with that, he told Scorsese that very story, and he says, right, we're going to put this in, but no one else apart from you and Ray Liotta know the deal. So you you look around the room. When you watch it a few times, you look at the reactions of the people around it and oh, wow. The look on their faces, what the fuck are they talking about? These That's not in the script. You seriously look at it, and you see them reacting to it. That's how, that, that's how Scorsese works. His life to just drop it in and get that genuine reaction. So, wow. That's how I explain that one. Nice. Uh, at the end of that scene, <laughs> remember the owner comes over. He goes, look, like you owe me seven. For seven, grand, seven grand. Like, seven What are you doing? He Smashes a bottle over his head. Next thing we see is this the, the restaurant owner, owner talking to Paulie. And uh, your man, Paulie, you see the bloke's got a bandage on his head. Because you know at that point, <laughs> yeah.
4: Tommy's fucked up. He's, I think he's out of control a little bit. Hey? Yeah, like, because if uh, this bloke has the balls yeah. to go straight. Because you remember at the very start... They set it up. No one talks to Paulie. Yeah.
1: Paulie has like four Paulie or five people slow. that
4: talks yeah, yeah. to. He talks to him. You yeah. talk to Paulie's H- people. The they talk to him. Yeah. yeah. So here's <laughs> this bloke. He's got the guts and the balls to go and see Paulie about mm. this very issue. So I think it's, I think it's cool.
0: And the, at the end of this scene, we we notice we find out that Paulie he asked Paulie to invest in the restaurant. He goes, this he goes, whole what, what thing do I do?
4: escalates so quickly. Yeah. The owner's like, dude, oh, I think you should come in with me on the restaurant, yeah. Paulie clearly doesn't want to but because Hen- I think he gets the nod Henry, essentially yeah. from Henry, Henry goes, Henry's yeah. like look, oh, I'll look it. after yeah. it no dramas he comes yeah. in as a partner yeah. he uses the business essentially to launder money and uh, <laughs> it runs and, it into the ground runs use it all the their credit <laughs> to the point where they then burn it down yeah I mean but this <laughs> this happens in like a couple of minutes in the movie yeah it's not like yeah, over it's the early, it's the early move, on. Yeah. over the course of two hours, well, that, yeah, they run into the ground and burn it down. Yeah,
0: the, in, in, ones, in the front door, out the back door, and you're right, within a minute and a half, they're, they're out down. the front. So you see Henry and Tommy at the front of the restaurant. They've, they've, planted, they've planted all the stuff that's to, to burn in the restaurant, and, and then I think Tommy's saying, look, I want to go out with this girl, but she won't come out with me because I'm Italian I need you to... And he says, no. He already goes, no, oh, I haven't even asked you yet. To go out on a double date, yeah, and they end up going out on the double date, but, yes. Um, and you, you could you could see that you know, Tommy's obviously with his girl, and we we first meet Karen, so Karen's there. Right, um, Henry Hills wanting to get the cheque straight away, and he's she's he's, he's bored. fiddling with a with yeah. a lighter. She tells him to stop. Yeah, he goes, there's oh, it's a, very annoying. Yeah. There's a
4: narration from her there, isn't there? There is, Where, yeah, yes. yeah. There
0: is. It comes up, and then um, the next date though. Henry, they were supposed to have another date, and you see her there by herself crying and, and Tommy saying, oh, I don't know what happened to Henry. He, thought he said he really, I said he really liked you and all this sort of stuff. But she decides to go after him.
1: You got some nerve standing, Mia. Nobody does that to me. Who the hell do you think you are? Frankie Valley, or some kind of big (laughs) shot? Slow
2: down, slow down, all right? I forgot. I thought it was next week. It
1: was Friday. It was this Friday, and you agreed, so you're a liar.
2: (laughs) Come on. We can talk about this, all right? Take it easy. Talk
1: about it? Talk to you after what you just did to me? Forget it. I'm not talking to you about anything. Wait a second. I thought
2: you were going to stand me up. You look bored. You didn't say anything. What do you expect?
1: (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) Let me make it up to you. (laughs) Karen. I'll think about
2: it. <laughs> I remember she's screaming on the street, and I mean loud. But she looked good.
1: I'll think about it. Gonna right. cost you hell. Gonna make it up. Gonna awesome, cost huh? you a lot. She had
2: these great eyes, just like Liz Taylor's.
0: So, uh, what for? What turned out to be well, he did stand her up. He did stand he her up. Became, but he, he she, so, have... she showed a lot of fire, and that attracted. It's funny because he going.
4: wasn't into her. He basically yeah. just dropped her at the front door the first time and said yeah. see you later without even saying Rushing see you later. Stands <laughs> her up, and then basically. He's massively attracted to her because she's got the guts to stand up yeah, to him. Yeah,
0: so uh, we see then um, she they're on a date. They start dating. He
4: comes around to her she place. Meets,
0: yeah, so she's <laughs> Jewish, eh? So she's Jewish. He's wearing a cross. She goes, and she's oh. like, oh my God, she cover, goes, that I'll off. cover it up. Yeah, Can't yeah. let my mum see that. So, uh, and she says, I think the mum says, I goes, oh, hey, you're part Jewish. And he says, oh, you're only half the good Jewish, part Jewish, so only the good half. <laughs> so that was uh, nice sucking up there. Uh, next thing we see, this is another famous scene the Copacabana date. Right now, do yep. you remember when he drops off his car? Right, he drops off the car. Yes, and he goes, "Are you gonna leave your car?" They oh, they're gonna look They'll look after
4: oh, it." Oh, that's right. This starts is, tipping this everyone. This is the first time you see um, Henry genuinely with clout. Yes, you know?
0: but did you? Know, but before we talk about that, the shot of them walking in yeah. the back door of the Copacabana yeah. through the they kitchen. Walk, they walk it's like the it's like a four-minute shot. Continuous. Famous shot that other filmmakers. It's continuous. Yeah, one shot that they they do. It was a long tracking shot that you know, even like even a short. This is in days shot. before Steadicam. Yes, or, or no? It was after Steadicam, but really, it was. Well, you saw when how was tight. This? When was this shot? This was nineteen ninety. Steadicam first oh, okay. use. Bit of trivia: first use of the Steadicam. 1976 when Rocky was running up the steps that was okay. the first
4: use of King. to be honest I just felt like this was older yeah no, anyway, yeah 1990
0: this was but um, Scorsese decided look I want this in one unbroken shot just to he says he wanted to symbolize Henry's entire life ahead of me so it was like all this stuff him going through it's sort of it was his part of his seduction of her you know that he wanted to show that he can. He always gets to the front of the line, but you yeah, well, have to so get I, there. I, that's exactly what yeah. I took
4: from it. But I, you didn't need that much of the kitchen, to be honest. But anyway, yeah. what I took they from t- it took
0: him eight times, eight shots really? to get it right. Yeah,
4: that's a lot. But yeah. Yeah, the whole point of that shot was to make her feel special. Yeah, um, she's not. Well, she's not lining up. Um, it was to surprise because you. She, I knew they were going to end up at the front, but well, they she, put she a table where, there, remember? They put a table there, but all the way through the kitchen, all the way through the corridor, she didn't know where she was going to end up. She didn't yeah, know where that corridor yeah. goes, right?
0: And he sort of knew everyone. But, and
4: but you think about it: fifty percent of the way through the kitchen, she's already got the balls She just grab something off the table and <laughs> eat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and it's one of those things where everyone knows his name, yeah. and that's that's the message. She and and got she from
0: noticed that. too that she says, "Look, you gave them all twenty
4: dollars, twenty bucks. I guess it doesn't this, doesn't a, this is in the what is it? The sixties we're talking about. It's not a lot of money, eh?
0: And um, she says, What do you do? And do you hear the remember the in answer? Construction. In construction? And
4: then she grabs his hands, she's like, You don't that look yeah. like and he goes, I'm a union <laughs> Union <official."> delegate. <laughs> yes. Smart
0: answer. It was very funny, yes. Um so then we next thing is the Air France job. And yes. this was basically them walking S- in. And again, very quick, it's yeah. just a, it's again Walked an example
4: in. of we've paid off this yep. guy, got he's a key. part of the deal, he's given yep. us the key, we it's walk like, in, p- we walk out. It's like picking up lost luggage, and, and they did. It also painted the picture of the, the gang um, or the, the mafia kind of approach. It was, here's our take, yep. Paulie. You can see the lot, and here's your part of it. Here's your tribute. Here's, here's your tribute. Yeah, we, we want you to know how much we've got yep. uh, because you're getting tribute of it. And it's that whole thing of, you could just walk out of here, boys. You could just leave. Yeah. But no, no. They pay the tribute. They get the respect for having done the job.
0: That's what you have to do, mate. <clears throat> uh, then we see them on vacation. And, and interesting introduction here where they meet the bloke that she sees on holidays. Yes. It's, it's her neighbour from across the road. Yes. Keep him in mind for well, obviously, not, yes. not far away. He's, he's about to have his comeuppance. Yeah, yeah. uh, and you see you know, their relationship sort of blossoming. They're falling see, in
4: love. Here's a part, not that you could take out, because I think a yeah. critical thing about this, which we'll get to, is, is the um, message it sends her about him, yeah. about Henry. But he, the reason, that's why you couldn't take it out. But you could imagine it also having a much longer arc Mm. going to that earlier point of could this be two movies Yes, like you could easily spin this bloke out Yeah, his character could be different it could be spun out and you could have the same result I reckon
0: if this was sort of made in the the Netflix era this would have been a 10 episode series series. Yeah, Yeah. yeah and uh but no, I think at the time, you know, cinema was king at the time yeah. and they had to, it had to be a movie. Uh, next thing we see, we, we meet for the first time, <laughs> Morrie. Now, this is a funny scene. Ma- it's character. Morrie, you see that, well, did you like it how the camera was close up on the TV showing his commercial? Yeah. He went in and he was, you know, jumping in out of a pool and stuff. So, you know, he's a wig salesman. Yes. By the um, way,
4: that TV, it's not on broadcast. It's just playing the commercial on yeah, loop. Yeah, it's on the loop. Yeah. Just in the shop. In the shop, of course. It's just showing it's off his own, he's got his
0: a TV ad. ad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But we discover that. and well, I think in the in the commentary that Jimmy's been a, just an almighty ball breaker, and uh, obviously Jimmy um, Tom um, Jimmy Conway owes him some money, and he says, "Look, pay me my money." And, and oh no, he owes Jimmy money. Do you remember? When, and Jimmy's sort of off in the distance. Henry's trying to sort of make the peace, and Jimmy Jimmy just walks over, grabs the, grabs phone, the cord, phone cord, puts and, it around his neck. As he's doing it, he sort of half pulls his wig <laughs> off. Henry's laughing at him, but he gets a phone call. Remember, he answers the phone. And it's Karen. Karen's saying, and he says, Don't you move, I'm going to be right there. So, catch By the way,
4: yeah. Like she knows that much about him. She knows which joints he's going to visit for their payments. Well, she She just happens to call Maury's. Yeah, maybe. That's what I thought at the time. But then throughout the movie, you realise Maury's a much bigger figure. Yes. See, I took Maury just to be one of the many establishments that have got to pay a kickback to the mob, right? But actually, he Maury's gets involved. Bigger, yeah, Morris a much bigger part of it, and yes. so he gets. I intel then, and yeah. I then assumed she just rang around everywhere and ended up right. fine. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, so we find that Henry rushes to Karen, finds her crying, and he says, "Look, who did this? What what happened to you? You remember the guy who lives across the street, who I've known all my Oof. life? He pushed me out of the car. He's and she'd been roughed up. She had like a shirt yes, was quite yeah. dirty and,
4: and dark. She didn't she didn't look physically assaulted, but she
0: clearly had been yeah. hurt. But then when they get home. Uh, Henry decides to do something about it.
1: What do you want, fucker? You want something? Huh? Oh, what hey! Are doing, Henry? Ah. What are you doing? Ah. 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 I swear, my fucking mother, if you touch her again, you're dead! Oh. Oh. Ah. Don't shoot!
0: So remember he, he was using the gun. That was quite a violent scene. You know, just smacking him in the head yeah, on the ground, oh and man, it was like pretty intense. You're thinking,
4: whoa, and then he pulls the gun on the other two. boys. Yeah. they're like, whoa whoa whoa, oh, "Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: don't shoot!" Yeah. So, but then he gives the gun to Karen. Remember? Yes. And you see it. The closer blood, it put blood on it, and hair on it. Oof. And what was her response? Remember, but, he said,
4: "Hide this." And do you remember her response? It, her response was, "I should have. Uh, any, many other women would have, you know, got gotten rid of him, but I was quite turned on." Yeah. Like. <laughs> So you're with the
0: right bloke then. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing we see, they're married. Muzzle time. For it was obviously a Jewish big wedding, because yeah, yeah, so. he's he's part Jew. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here, do you like it? Where from here, it's told from Karen's perspective. Yes. It's her narration,
4: and I think you've got the audio of my favourite, one of my favourite parts <laughs> of the whole movie, which is which is everyone's <laughs> called Peter or Paulie.
1: The first time I was introduced to all of them at once, it was crazy. Paulie and his brothers had lots of sons and nephews, and almost all of them were named (laughs) Peter or Paul. (laughs) It was unbelievable. (laughs) There must have been two dozen Peters and Pauls at the wedding. Plus, they were all married to girls named Marie. Marie. (laughs)
4: <laughs> but but then, then, then they're sitting and, and there's a lineup of people giving yeah. their gifts, a little envelope which is full which is clearly cash and a couple of them were quite big wads. Oh they're thick, yeah. And they're going into a he's just sitting there putting them in a bag and then there's this beautiful dance moment, lovely dance, first yeah. dance maybe. And she's like, Hey, whoa, whoa, Henry Where's the money? What yeah. about the cash? And he's like, Listen, you don't need to worry about anyone here <laughs> stealing the cash. No one's gonna steal
0: that here. <laughs> Do you like this next bit though? So obviously we're a few months into the marriage now, yes. right? And Henry's out late and The mother-in-law's complaining about it.
1: What do you want me to do? Do what can you do? He's not Jewish. Did you know how these people live? Did you know what they were like? Your father never stayed out all night without calling? Stay out? Daddy never went out at all, Ma! Keep out of it! You don't know how I feel! Feel? How do you feel now? You don't know where he is, you don't know who he's with. He's with his friends! Dad, will you leave him out of this? He's suffered enough. The man hasn't been able to digest a decent meal in six
4: weeks. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing about that dad character. He's just sitting there going, going, What are you talking about? He's just like, I just want to watch the TV. Yeah. Like, this is the 60s when, you know, you would watch TV at (laughs) night. And he's just sitting there going, I really don't give a stuff. Up all night waiting. But did you like that when he
0: got home and. She says, where have you been? And he just turns, he just around, turns and around and, and goes, goes back. again. And Tommy has a go at him and He goes, you're all right, Tommy. He goes, you are a bad example, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> you should be a ten. Tommy's having a crack at him as well. Um, next we see Karen again sort of stepping into the world uh, of the gangsters yes. at the hostess party. Remember she says sort of an insight into the gangsters' wives' lives and she said, look oh, – I've never seen, heard as many people complaining about their kids. Yeah, and they all had bad skin and wore too much makeup. And um, you know, Henry saying, "Look, you know, don't you worry, we're going to be okay." All it all became normal to her soon after this. Yeah,
4: it was kind of an interesting one because she—it uh, was painting the picture that she wasn't actually in her comfort zone with yeah. these other yeah. women. She even talks about—I think she describes them as being kind of not well made up and, yeah. and wearing Throne, clothing, clothes thrown, 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 together. Yeah, thrown yeah. together. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, so, next thing we see is Tommy and Henry. Uh, robbing a truck. Do you like the line here? I'm
4: gonna, he goes, I'm, I'm gonna ride shotgun, and then he shoots the shotgun. Did you like that? Bit? Oh, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> I did like that bit. But what I thought was interesting here was during the whole robbery, Henry was carrying like a sawn-off shotgun. Tommy had his hand in a, yeah, bag, in a bag with a, with a gun in it. Yep. You assumed, but I'm thinking, does he really have a gun? And it yeah. wasn't until you to get hide it. it. Yeah, but but Henry Henry was holding his weapon out in the open, out of the open. Whereas Tommy had his in a bag, (laughs) and it wasn't until you got in the truck and Tommy then shot it out that you realised he really did have a gun. Fires through
0: the bag. Yeah, Yeah, right. Uh, Then uh, it's sort of we're into the period now where she knows exactly what he does. She knows the world, the life he lives. There's search warrants handed to them. Which is always the fascinating thing about gangster stories to me is the wife goes,
4: "Okay, actually." And please, if you've got recommendations, folks, hit me up because I don't mind a documentary. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching a doco yep. on the the mafia wives or the mob wives. Oh, there's plenty of those. Because yeah. I'm fascinated plenty by the honest and only if they're honest. Yeah. Like honestly, at what point did you know? Did you know? Well, yeah. when you first met him. Of like yeah. surely she well, knew at the Copacabana Club.
0: There's another. Well, you with me? Let's talk about this there now then, because the next scene, like that, she they they serve the search warrant on her. Yep. and she says she recalls the story. She goes, my friends sometimes they spit on their own yeah, floor. They, they get they, angry. Goes, what, what for? I, I just give coffee? them what they want offer from a coffee and let them do what they need to do. But they they're looking for a handout. She used to say they keep things quiet anyway. If they find something, they're just looking for a handout. Yeah, and uh, but then we see, you know, that the all her her world becomes all of you know. They always go on vacation with Jimmy and Tommy. So all that yeah. them they become each other's world. So that became normal to them. And so now we see. Uh, there's a scene where she Henry is taking his shirt off and there's all these wads of cash he's taken out of his shirt. Mm. and she says, "Look, I want to uh, I want to go shopping and he goes, "Oh, how much do you need?" She doesn't say an amount. She goes this much, so she holds her fingers like about an inch apart and then he just sort of peels off an inch's worth of money and then she uh, goes down and uh, th- to say thank you. she um yes. Yeah. But she says, but that to me says, okay, she's in the swing of things here. Yes. She's not questioning the, the life. Yes. She's living a good life. She's yep. doing very well with all this cash.
4: She's got it, she's got it sorted.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, fast forward to another very important date. We're now July, yeah. June eleventh, well, 1970. I ask her, why, why are the dates so specific? Because these are sort of periods in the true story. I was going to say, is it happened? because, yes. so in, I would have thought in a yes.
4: normal. Movie, you just you'd put a four four years later, ten years later. You might put yeah. a, a date, a yeah. year, but yeah. because this is a, based on a true story, yeah. they're putting specific dates in. Is that to ground it again? Do you think because well, a lot of the time, obviously, a screenplay has license and different things yeah. like that. But that brings it back. Yeah, to just the truth.
0: this is yeah, this is when it happened. Yeah, so <coughs> right, the, okay. rather than just having a year, they could have just said 1970 whatever. That's my point, it was right? Out. But I think that was so of Scorsese wanted that sort of that precision. Like, so this if someone said, if someone time.
4: looked up the, the as yeah, we're about to see the yeah. uh, disappearance of Billy Bats they would find it happening. This, this is date. it. Yeah. So ah. Billy
0: Bats is in in the bar. This is uh, Henry's <laughs> bar that they're in. Yep. Henry's in there drinking with Jimmy. Um, he he called. Um, By the way, it's just suddenly Henry's bar. I don't yeah. Well, don't forget a few years have passed though. So th- know, this but is. We, you're I reckon. you are not really introduced to that. It just no. happens. Well, I think that was another reason to put the date in there because just to give you the knowledge that some years, Tom Heim, time time yep. has passed. Yeah. Uh, so in in walks Tommy, and uh, he gets spotted by Billy across the room. Tommy, all dressed up.
1: All grown up and doing the town. Look at this. Oh, sh- Tommy. I forgot you was Tommy. having oh oh, 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 come here. Right, let me go say hello. Hey, Billy, how are you? Tommy, you know me. I haven't seen hey, you in six Billy. fucking how years. You, how you going, Billy? Jesus oh, Christ <laughs> almighty. <laughs> was how you are <laughs> terrific. Watch, Watch this suit. Watch this suit, you little frickin'. Hey, I know you all my life. All right, good. We're getting too big on me Just now. Don't go busting my balls, Billy. Okay. Hey, Tommy, if i was gonna break your ball, I tell you to go home and get your shine box. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this so, is a
0: sore point here, right?
4: Yeah. Then, but but again, yeah. This is one of those another moments of that Tommy thing where he's like, "What do you mean I'm funny? I'd mm. speak funny earlier, so now it's like, hang yeah. on a minute. You want you want to go to my? I used to shine shoes, so we yeah. we learned that he used to legitimately shine this bloke's shoes, and he's trying to prove yeah. that he's now wearing a suit because. He's, I don't shine,
0: she said it, I don't yeah, shine, I don't shoes. shine Maybe, shoes anymore. Because what had happened, he said he mentioned six years, he's been in jail for six years, so right. he's gotten out after six years, you, you, may, you may not have heard, you haven't been around, but I don't shine shoes anymore, in other words, I'm a big deal now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know that. But uh, Billy, though, decides to take it even further.
1: Relax, you for out? What's, what's getting into you? I'm breaking your balls a little bit, that's all. I'm only kidding with you. Sometimes I mean, you don't sound like you're kidding. You know, there's a lot of people around. Right? I mean, I'm only kidding with you. We're having a party. I mean, I just came home. I haven't seen you in a long time, and I'm breaking your balls, and you're, right away you're getting fucking fresh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No problem. Okay. i Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking oh. mutt! You, you, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on!
0: So he said, "So you, it's something doing here, right?" So you, you he said. Maybe he says we keep him here, keep him here, right? And Henry and Jimmy are still there drinking with him. He comes back later, yeah. And and even even Jimmy says, "Listen," he goes, well, you go, yeah, cause, he goes, cause, oh, "What do you do?" He goes, "No, Jimmy goes, no, 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 you, you insulted a little, insulted little bit. You insulted him a you know, little know, bit Come too. on, you know." Yeah. And he goes, "Okay, look, let's have a party, you know." And then he goes, "Look, drinks are on the house. You just relax." Um, but Tommy comes back, and it's just and Jimmy, in my notes, I've written Tommy comes back and fucks him up. <laughs> is what I've written down here. That and is they put him in the back of the car, which takes yes. us back to the start. Now, before we continue, the Billy Bats Welcome Home Party yeah. and the murder scene in the film was yep. depicted to be June 11, 1970, in The Suite, which was owned by Henry Hill in, in reality. The actual party and dramas between Bats and Tommy, Tommy DeVito, whose real name, the real character in real life is Tommy DeSimone, but they changed, we'll talk later about how they changed some surnames in this. Uh, that actually happened in another place called Robert's Lounge two weeks before that. So, so prior, the drama happened before. Before, and this was the night this he was killed. happened, right? Yeah, so okay. prior, before Billy Batts went to jail, he was jailed for narcotics trafficking, so drug trafficking, uh, Batts and Burke had a partnership in a loan sharking racket. So there was all these little things that you really don't explain in the movie. You're just thinking Billy Batts is some... Some bloke, some scumbag who went to jail. Yeah, it's not he, till later yeah, on you even find him. out he's a kind of gangster type. Yeah, he's type, a made you know? guy. That's like, right. Yeah. yeah, that's very important. So that's why this is really critical. So now we move on to they're, they're driving along. They, he said, look, I'm going to go back to my mother's house. I need to pick up a shovel. Yeah,
4: <laughs> so, and so the funny thing is that oh, this is that's right. They, they, he says that there should be a shovel in here somewhere. Yeah, turn on the light and mum's there. Yeah, she and wakes up. Yeah, wakes up yeah. and not not in the middle of the night. Clearly. But no, yeah. it lays on a whole spread. you've got to
0: cook. Mate, you know what? I've got to say, <coughs> I relate to this. Yeah,
4: that's a very Me ethnic being, thing to do, isn't a, it? being
0: a, like a wog, like I am, right? My, if I did this and my mum, and I was like, well, okay, you sit down and I'm going to make you some food. And she's done. I've done that a hundred times with, with friends over. And uh, Bill, um, what's his name? Tommy's mum does
1: the same. Mum, I've been working mates. And? and? Well, tonight we were out late. We took a right the out to the country and we hit one of those deers. I tell you the blood came from, I tell you. <laughs> Jimmy told you before. Say. Anyway, you no, know, it reminds me, Ma, I need this knife. I'm going to take this, it's okay? Okay, yeah. <laughs> bring, bring it back, though, you know. Well, the back. poor thing, you know, we got, I hit him in his, uh, we hit the deer in his paw, what do you call it? The paw. The, the paw. paw the hoof. The, foot. Foot. the hoof got caught in that grill, Oof. I got I to gotta hack it off. Ooh. it's a sin, you're going to leave it there, you know, so.
0: <laughs> it's a sin, you got to leave it there. <laughs> I like to in this bit where
1: she says, "Henry, you don't talk too you don't much." Talk too she much goes, oh,
0: no, I just like to listen." And yeah. she tells yeah. a really funny joke in Italian. Like in Italian, it's very yeah. funny. But this um, is where this is yeah. where then
4: um, that they push through that you are back into the trunk. You go back yeah. to the, the exact moment but at no, the just, start of the. Just movie. on that
0: scene though, that scene with Tommy's mother. Mm. That's actually Martin Scorsese's real life mother. Really, that's his mother. That's right. the best ever, and it was almost completely improvised. Oh, really? They just said, "You're going home for dinner. You need the knife. Go." And that's what they came up with. <laughs> so asking if you could borrow the knife and everything in the hoof comment, that was all improvised. They just said, go for it. So, <laughs> so we're taken back, as you were saying earlier, back to kind of the very start of the movie, remember? Yes. The noises from the trunk. Yes. and Which the, all now makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so now we're now, ah, oh, right, now I know where we're at. And remember, <laughs> I love the bit where you the, the camera's sort of on, on, on them opening the boot and you see at the last second – um, Tommy pulls out the big knife at the end, and then he just starts stabbing him in just the back. Aggressively. Just brutal, just brutal. And they bury him upstairs. This is also yeah. where they
4: mention that he's a made guy.
0: Yes. They said, in the narration, uh, they make that Because he said, point. yeah, this is bad. Yeah, they, and th- th- they, are, they did mention that. And that's very important knowledge for down the track. That's right. Now, we also established <laughs> that uh, Saturday nights for the wives, but Friday nights for the girlfriends. This or is if the, I skipped ahead of myself.
4: We, no, no, this is exactly where we established yeah. that... Uh, the um the Cobra Club um yeah. is great a great place to being your wife, but it's a great place to entertain your girlfriend your as well. Girls and they all they all had them and uh
0: you know and by then now we see Henry's home life with Karen. They've got a couple of kids. Time yep. time, time more times yep. passed. Uh, another dinner with all the all the gang
4: with the kids. Like he comes yeah. in with the kids and he sees Paulie and Paulie. Yeah, pulls him aside and tells goes, him. That yeah, Matt's you know that
0: thing. I like it how when they say I always talk about something. Goes, you know that thing. <laughs> Remember that? Have you heard yeah, that before? in Another
4: yeah. movie. Uh, I want to talk about that thing.
0: I've got to see someone about a thing.
4: Which is all about being, about uh, being bugged <laughs> and, and, and people listening in.
0: Yeah. So they're, they're talking about, look, um, what did you hear? I think Paulie asked him at the dinner. He goes, what did you hear yeah. about this guy, Bats? And they he's said, like, look, they're, they're, they're looking for him. It, yeah. He goes, no one knows what happens to him.
4: Yeah, and yeah. He, yeah, he, he came, says, he had a drink, he left, yeah. and he's been seen since.
0: Very next scene, though. T- uh, Jimmy comes back and tells Henry, we've got a problem.
4: The, the, the land that they buried yeah. bats in has been sold for condos. They've yeah. got to dig him up. You got to dig him
0: up. He goes, but it's been six months. So he goes, doesn't matter. We've got to get him out of there today. So <laughs> they've got to head out. Cut to, to them <laughs> in the woods
4: digging. Henry spewing from the disgusting smell <laughs> and just sight of digging up a body. And there's some funny stuff.
1: Hey, Henry, Henry, hurry up, please My mother's going to make some fried peppers and sausage for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Henry, Henry. Here's an arm. Very funny, guys. Here's a leg. Here's a wing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? The leg and the wing, Henry? Are you still going for your heights and lungs.
4: Uh, long? <laughs> that's very good. I love that. And I can imagine a bit of that's <laughs> improv as well. Oh, yeah. That's genius.
0: And that's funny every time I hear it. It's really funny. The next it's thing you wing. see, he's washing it out the back of his car. He tells Karen he's a skunk or something. He's <laughs> going, get inside. He's hosing out his car, remember pouring there's in the no, aftershave. There's <laughs> no way that's recoverable, that car. <laughs> Uh, but then we see he's got a, his girlfriend Janice set up in a little apartment oh, and he meet, really meets all her girlfriends here. yeah and uh, did you, I like the fact that well, he, he he describes sort of what they did for him as a kid a bit with the postman he does for her like her boss was given a shit and they go and sort that's the right. boss out right so yep. that sort of says that's how they operate um, next thing we see though they're playing poker yeah. Really interesting scene here. Spider. You do you recognize Michael Imperioli? He's
4: again from Sopranos. Sopranos.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so his servant drinks and he goes, "What am I? What am I? You don't am I invisible? Yeah. What what the hell's going on?"
1: Oh, <laughs> kid, that's me. I'm the Oklahoma kid. Fucking oh, don't you oh. fucking Now he's moving. He's right. me. Henry, God, he got him in the foot. Foot. Tommy? He's yeah, fucking it. doctor. All right, so he got shot in the All foot. Right. What is it? A big right. fucking deal?
4: <laughs> so Because it's a classic, you know, dance, motherfucker yeah, dance yeah, yeah. move, right? Yeah. And he literally shoots him in the foot. This
0: cracker's in there. It? Did you notice he did he have a revolver?
4: Yeah, it was just was a little a handgun, yeah.
0: I counted seven
4: shots. Oh.
0: Yeah, seven is it out of a
4: out Buy of a again? revolver. Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah, there's uh, seven.
0: Yeah. I counted, mate. I counted. You can you do the thirty second rewind. There you go. Okay, if listeners enough. can do that. Um the next thing we see, Karen and uh, Henry not, not 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 happy. Yeah, they're saying, "Look, you haven't been home in two weeks." She knows what's going <laughs> on. She knows the deal. He's got a girl, and she's sus- she suspects something. And she says, again, "Look, I don't know. I'm still going to go out." Critically, like, you know, yeah. we've
4: we've seen that she's set up with the other wives, right? Yes. There's no way
0: they don't give each other. They don't.
4: They're not talking about it, right? You reckon? No, the, wives, the other wives. The no.
0: wives. The wives accept it. I think the yeah, others but, accept it.
4: No, but what I'm saying is, the other wives will be saying, Karen. Yeah. you just got to accept it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It's what they all do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean by that.
0: But anyway, cut back to another poker game.
4: Yeah, like we go like a and, week later. And Spider, who's got a big bandage on his foot. <laughs> <And> Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's Tommy's busted Tommy busted says, his balls. Tommy says, that bandage is as big as your head. <laughs> big as your head.
0: <laughs> and I, I love this too, but he, he gives him a little bit of lip. Tell
1: the truth you're looking for sympathy. Is that That's it, that, sweetie? That. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy? <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> oh, I don't so fucking hear right. Don't believe what I just heard. Hey, Spider, here. here this is for you. boy? <laughs> I got respect for this. He's got a lot of fucking balls. Good for you. Don't take no shit off nobody. This kidding, this? Kid, he shoots man. him in the foot. He tells him to go fuck himself. <laughs> 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 you gonna let you him know, get away with that? You gonna let this fucking <laughs> punk Jeez. get away with that? What's the, matter? What's the world coming to? <laughs> the fucking world is coming to? How do you like that? How's that, all right? What's the fucking matter with you? What's the, what, what is the fuck? What is fucking matter with you? What's what are the... you, stupid or what? Well, Tommy, I'm oh, kidding my... with you. What the fuck are you doing? The are you a fucking fuck, sick right? maniac? I don't know if you're kidding. What do you mean you're kidding? You're, you're... breaking my I'm... fucking balls? I'm fucking kidding with you. You shoot fucking shoot the guy? He's dead. Good shot. You Good shot.
4: I'm a good shot. What do you want from me? And that was yes. all six, too. I counted that time. Yeah. Uh, six and in, in the this chest. This scene,
0: apart from the one line, why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy, the entire scene was script was, was not scripted. Improvised. It was all improvised. So that was the only line that was scripted was why don't you so, go fuck yourself.
4: So I guess that works by saying, look, it's a briefing, Gym isn't it? Yeah, yeah, It's like, boys, you're all here. Um, yeah. Spider's back. Yep. He's um, going to embarrass he's Tommy. He's going to embarrass yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy's going to shoot him. Other than that, Other than that do your uh, best. All yours. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so...
0: The next thing we see is Karen buzzing the girlfriend's apartment. Yes, buzzing
4: like... To our Janice Rossi. Do you know there's a whore living in your building? At some point she pushes all the buttons and just rings the superintendent.
0: So she's uh, on to him. She's pretty unhappy. She knows the deal there. But uh, the next thing we see, though, is Henry waking up with a gun in his face.
2: (laughs) Karen, are you crazy? Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm crazy enough to kill them. And take it easy. Okay? Do you love her? Do you? Karen. Karen. I love you. You know I love you. Karen. No, you Karen, please be careful. Baby, baby, don't, don't.
1: But still, I couldn't sh- hurt him. How could I hurt him? I couldn't even bring myself to leave him. The truth was that no matter how bad I felt, I was still very attracted to him.
0: So that kind of explains her mindset there, why she couldn't bring herself you know, she said, couldn't yeah, bring pretty to on. leave him. So she's kind of... She
4: but still loves the bloke. But she needed to do that to make it clear to him...
0: Yeah, but he remember when she puts the gun down. Oh, yeah. He basically he like basically bashes the hell out of her. Well, not yeah. bashes her, but sort of chokes her almost. So, and she ends up saying at the end of that scene, she goes, "Oh, she says, I'm sorry." She ends up apologising yeah. at the end of that scene. So, yeah. Um, Jimmy and Paulie visiting. It's a pretty full on look at. uh oh, yeah. at the, the gangster life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jimmy and Pauling uh, visiting the girlfriend's apartment. Karen, uh, Karen came to Paulie. Like, yeah, you know, so Karen Paulie, knows. That, yeah. It's
4: basically an intervention. Yeah. It's an intervention with Paulie and, and Jimmy sitting Henry down and saying, listen, Karen's yeah. Karen's coming to us. Yeah. And we can't I, know, have
0: I know what to say to him. He always keeps yeah, saying, yeah. I know how to talk to her. But like yeah. they
4: both say, she's coming to our place. Yeah. She's making our lives difficult by yeah. talking about you. You've got to stop it. So, You've got to end this. Hello. You, and yeah. I think they suggest that he, he goes, to goes to Florida with Florida Jimmy. Goes to Florida with Jimmy, yeah. And that Paulie will sort it out.
0: Yes. And he, and he says, look, he, says, he can't divorce her. And he says, "What are we?" And in Italian, he goes, "Well, we're not animals." Animale. And he goes, "We're not animals. You're not going to divorce her. You know, she'll kill you, but she won't divorce you." Yeah. So that was the basic theme there. Then we see them in, in uh, Tampa, Florida, shaking down some bloke. They're bashing him up. They're oh, going to throw him. <laughs> Did you like this? We're going to throw him into the lions, and you see the upside down view, the guy's view of the <laughs> it's lion. It's very cool. Thinking, oh shit. And the guy then decides to give up all the information, but they find out that the guy they roughed up happens to have a sister who is a typist for the FBI. And she gave up Henry, Jimmy... And her brother. Yeah, and was sentenced to jail. Yeah. So this is the part of the, of the movie where we see um, Henry is sort of looking pretty shabby, popping some pills. Yep. Then he jumps in the back of a car and says, okay, take me to take jail. Take me to jail now. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. But then we see sort of kind of a casual prison. and It's very well yeah. shot because it's yeah. shot in such tight tight moments that you get a sense that it's not a normal jail, But it's also not a flashy, you know, millionaire's jail. But clearly, they're not in hard-time jail, they're not.
2: In prison, dinner was always a big thing. We had a pasta course, and then we had a meat or a fish. Paulie did the prep work. He was doing a year for contempt, and he had this wonderful system for doing the garlic. He used a razor, and he used to slice it so thin that it used to liquefy in the pan with just a little oil. It's a very good system.
0: So that was a nice little insight into yeah. the world. And he said that we weren't doing hard time; we were wise guys. We yeah. were doing. We had like a it was like a holiday camp, basically. He, um, yeah. um,
4: Henry clearly had something going on. He was smuggling food yeah. and, ev- and like he was bringing and cheese that. and drugs and bread yeah. and wine and whiskey in. Like he was, he was there red. Yeah. And um, come on, make sure redemption. We come
0: say, on. Oh, yeah, she, <laughs> We see Karen coming in with the kids. Remember, visiting. yes, this doesn't and go well. And she sees in the visitor book, she sees Janice Rossi's name, and loses a shit. Starts throwing stuff at him. They get her to bring you this stuff. Yeah. And then I think he promises at the end. He goes, "Okay, that's it. No that's more. It. It's that's over. So you won't here again. Okay, yep. they're done." Um, we we see that. Um, she she says, "Look," he he says to her. She says this, to him, he goes, look, Paulie won't see me No, well, this Something's is very strange here. now. Yeah. This
4: point doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. Because he... Because I
0: think Paulie's out
4: by now. Yeah, you don't so realise it's in. fast-forwarded. Yes. Henry's in, Paulie's out, yeah. and he basically says to Karen, look, we can't rely on anyone else now. We've yeah. got to do our own thing. We're on fit. our own, yeah, true. And he talks about how he's setting something up, uh, you know. yes, and
0: the, But he's worried, he goes, Paulie... If, he's worried about Paulie finding out about this stuff because we... We, but we, I'll be honest. This yeah.
4: whole part, there's only one yeah. line somewhere which we'll probably get to. But there's only one line somewhere where they talk about because Paul is on probation, he doesn't want any yes, drama. Yeah, can't afford. But it, it. doesn't really explain why yeah. suddenly he can't just go back to the life he had.
0: Well, I think as you said, he's probably on probation. They're watching him. He's you know he's got to be careful what he does and who he mixes with. Yeah. So I think that that plays into it. Next thing we see, four years later, and Henry's released from jail. He's back home. Talks about going to Pittsburgh. But he does go to see Paulie.
2: I don't want any more of that shit. What shit? What are you talking about? Just stay away from the garbage, you know what I mean? What Paulie, I'm not talking was... about what you did inside. You did what you had to do. I'm talking about now. From now, here, and now. Pauly, why would I want to get into that? Don't make a I'm jerk not... out of me. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I want to talk to you about Jimmy. you got to watch out for him. He's a good earner. But he's wild. Takes too many chances. No, I know that. I know Jimmy. You think I would take chances like Jimmy? And Tommy, he's a good kid too. But he's crazy. He's a cowboy. He's got too much to prove. No, I know You've got to watch out for kids like
4: this. Yeah, I know what they are.
2: I only use them for certain things.
4: Fascinating, because he doesn't uh, explicitly, as he always does, doesn't actually say drugs. Yes, he said um, the garbage. And I'm not understanding at all what he's talking about. He was talking about that he's... No, but I, until the next yeah. scene where they're actually talking and, and actually... Sm-
0: they're, they're drug dealers. they become drug dealers. drug dealers. Yes, but it's not but clear here, at that point. the very thing that Paulie warned him about, he, he totally ignores. He goes, I had to get Jimmy... I got Jimmy and, and, and Tommy in on the action. Yeah, because it was... I think... <laughs> yeah. we cut, he was doing we really well. It was yeah, going yeah. very well. He needs yeah, yeah. to bring Tommy and Jimmy in to on it. Him. Him, yeah, to help yeah. him uh, make it make it work. Yeah. Um, then uh, we, we next thing we see, remember Morrie, the wig guy? Yeah. Remember him? He's sort of back in talking to Henry about a job. Mm. Now, this was the prelim, the, the prelim to them organising the famous Lufthansa heist, right? So at the time, it was the biggest, biggest heist in terms of value in history at that time. Now, they're talking about all the different people that were needed for the job, one of them being... Stax Edwards. Did yes. you recognise Stax Edwards? Now, I didn't
4: get a lot of looks at him, but but Samuel L. Jackson. I, I feel like it was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. It wasn't until uh, well, I'm going to get to it when he gets killed, but yeah. it was at that moment. I like, can you show me his face again. Yeah, yeah. He's very Samuel young, L. He's very skinny.
0: Early, yeah, well, early on in the in the piece, mate. This is, was, Again, this is why yeah. I think a feel like is older movies. than it is. Uh, yeah. Well, it's what's nineteen. That's that's what's that. That's thirty-two years ago. No, no, we're just, talking. That's a long time. You just so, lose track, right? Yeah, we do. Um, so, Stax was supposed to steal a truck and then compact it later, so yes. to crush it down. Just crush it down. Maury, get rid had of the he, evidence. Basically, Maury helps set up the whole thing, right? But he's busting everyone's balls for an advance yeah. on the cash. He wants the money, and <laughs> like, they're all like, "Just drop off, saying, relax, money. mate. And then we find out, too, that um, that Henry's got his the babysitters working for him to bring in the stuff. Yes. I mean, she sort of has a baby She's bag transporting and, it, yeah. And he's snorting the stuff. So you see he's sort of descending into this, Into this, what do I call, this is the start of part three. Part one was him young. Young, yes. Part two was With the sort of him of rising up and going to jail. Yep. This is part three of the, the, the decline and fall. See, it's so it the should, beginning of the end. Let
4: me be clear. It should never be remade. But no. what we're saying is, yeah. imagine the resources to build this in that way.
0: Absolutely right. Wow. But um we we see sort of they're working towards this thing and then the next thing we see is that Henry's in the shower and hears on the radio the guys, oh this Lufthanas did the crime and they're reporting it and he's smashing his hand on the wall thinking, Yeah
2: they did it you know,
0: celebrating. Um and then so they they get Jimmy's organised a party. This is Christmas time right? Yeah because he's organised on the door. Yeah, a party. And one of the guys turns up with a bloody brand new car.
2: you am not to go buy anything for a while. Yeah, but fucking car. It's a wedding gift, Jimmy. It's for my mother. It's under her name. I just got mad. Look at that car. Excuse me, for Just a second. I just got mad. Johnny, are you, are you nuts?
1: What are you What's getting excited man? for, Jimmy? What me? am I getting excited for? You stupid. We got a million fucking bulls out there. Everybody's watching us, and you get a fucking car. But are you it's telling me? I'm excited. Under my mother's name.
0: It's a wedding gift. And I don't give a
4: fuck whose name it's on. Are you stupid
0: or what? Did you hear what I said? Don't buy anything. Don't get anything. Nothing big. Did you
4: hear what I said? What's the matter with you? And The
0: well, big pink Cadillac, by the way. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I love that car. Stand out like dog's balls. But the other thing, too, the funny thing is that another wife turns up in a, a fur, fur coat. fur coat. And he <laughs> rips <laughs> it <laughs> thinking, off her. Jesus, what are you doing? And then you got Maury on top of that, busting balls about the money. He gives, but he gives Henry his money. Yes. So he, we. So they they're all sort of post post this heist, and I'll give you some some facts on it. Yes, hit me. Six million in cash they yeah. got from that heist. Huge. So it remained an unsolved mystery until 2014, when most of the crew that were, were still alive or elderly were arrested. So it happened back in whatever it was in the, in the early 70s. It wasn't uh, solved until 2014. And the people, who, the people who, it, so it was a mystery till 2014. It happened the in the 70s. The movie was made in the 90s. I know, but it happened, though. It's, it happened in the 70s. This, this, they're retelling the 1970s story, right? So in 2014 is when they actually, this is after the movie was made, is when they cracked who did the heist.
4: Yeah, but that's, so it wasn't these people. It was, but it, it was. How did the movie get it
0: right? and no, the, the movie... police didn't. Well, the movie. Well, in the book, they intimated that who did it, but they weren't weren't actually proven that the crew, the entire crew, oh, okay. until twenty fourteen. So they they yeah. basically
4: knew from the seventies; yeah. they well, just couldn't pin it
0: on them. They sort of there was a large group of people involved. Yeah. Uh, next thing we see is uh, stacks. Our man Samuel L. Jackson asleep. Tommy comes over, and I think the narration sort of basically well, um, stacks was supposed to get the truck. Truck crushed, but he fell asleep and he left his p- prints on the wheel. So Tommy, of course, has to come over and sort him out and just shoots one in the him. Back of here, his head. shoots him three times. He didn't crush the truck. He got stoned and forgot to crush the truck. So uh, that's stacks out of the way. Um, but he, the whole sort of the temperature has sort of started to rise a little bit, yep. and and Henry's a bit worried, and he's thinking, look, he's hearing on the news about stacks and this and that, and he goes to. To Tommy, he, he goes to see Jimmy, yep. um, worried, and they they tell him, Look, there's nothing to worry about.
2: What are you, you worried about? <laughs> oh, no, this, uh, the television, the newspapers, all the shits out there.
1: What are you worried about? You worry too much. Dude. Everything is beautiful. There's nothing to worry about. Then you tell him. Nah, I didn't tell him What? Guess what? You're gonna make him. He's gonna make you. Tommy. He opened up the books. he got the okay. You believe that? This little thingy bastard. You that? Huh? Huh? He's going to get made? We're going to work for this guy one day. <laughs> he's going to be a boss. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. That's great. Congratulations.
0: So, Tommy is going to be made. He's going to be the amazing. The reason he could be made is because he's full he's Italian. Italian. Yeah. And so now we sort of see a little sequence here where, you know how Jimmy was really. Uh, Stressed out. Don't don't buy anything. There's people watching us. So he, I think he hints to Henry that he's going to have Morrie whacked. Yes. And then he goes, you know, don't worry about that. And he was, yeah. oh, I'm so relieved. Henry's worried because yeah. he doesn't
4: think Morrie should be killed. No. He, yeah. But Jimmy's like, we'll do it tonight. And then Jimmy says, don't worry about it. And he's relieved. But what actually happens is, yeah, well, Henry goes somewhere else and Jimmy gets him killed yeah, well, in the back well, parking lot. He, he goes,
0: yeah, let's go grab coffee. Yeah, <laughs> and in the car, and then. Tommy just sticks something in the back of his head just and just him kills with a, him with a nice oh, pick. In the I back thought he never shut up. <laughs>
4: <But> <laughs> Which then, is a good line but then, too. But then then Maury,
0: but Morrie's wife turns up to Henry's joint saying, "Oh, he's never stayed out ever." ever. He goes, Henry says, "Oh, look, I'll go look for him." Uh, Jimmy and then son is on his, oh, Jimmy's on his rampage here. Where and it's
4: then basically a, a collage of okay, so yes. Jimmy's uh, sorry, Morrie's dead, and now we've got um, the pink Cadillac the, the guy, the pink Cadillac guy, and his wife. <laughs> Plus the, the but did dude. you see that? How they they were dead inside the car, yes. so they got knocked off. Yep. And then the dude um,
0: with the, the big dude, hair in the freezer—he's in the freezer. The body's in the garbage truck. Remember, they were oh. sort of in the falling yep. out of there. So Jimmy's kind of like settling all the family business, getting rid of all these people um, to take the heat off himself. Um, and this is now we're at the day where Jimmy's really excited for his friend Tommy because he's going to yep. be made. And what happens? They—I uh, think Jimmy and and Henry in the diner. Tommy's been picked up to go to the ceremony and then um, Henry explains he couldn't you couldn't be made unless you're one hundred percent Italian. So it comes time for Tommy to get made.
2: As far as Jimmy was concerned, with Tommy being made, it was like we were all being made. We would now have one of our own as a member. Oh no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What was this? This is Vinnie. Jim. Vinnie, what happened? Did well, we get straight out?
2: No, we had a problem. I mean, uh, we tried to do everything we could. What do you mean? Well, you know what I mean. He's gone. And we couldn't do nothing about it.
3: That's it. What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Do you mean? Uh, He's gone. He's gone.
2: It was revenge for Billy Bats, And a lot of other things. And that's that. And there was nothing that we could do about it. Bats was a made man, and Tommy wasn't we had to sit still and take it so
4: such a great scene because they lead Tommy in he's driven there yeah. he's walked up to it they open a door and he immediately knows he's dead yeah he looks in and he goes oh, he say, oh, oh no Boom. Oh, no. yeah because it's like you know he's meant to it's walk like a poker into a beautiful something. room with people ready to make yeah. him and it's just like a bloody empty, empty room empty den. like a poker a poker like, room oh, or something no and they yeah. just shoot him straight away like so well done the timing
0: like the old guy said oh I guess oh we had a problem <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it. He's gone. No, he's, yeah, gone. He, he's gone. He's gone. Yes. what do you mean gone? He goes, oh, he's gone. Jimmy gives nothing that we can do about it. Phone box at work. Out yeah, yeah. So he knocks it over. I'm tipping the, I'm tipping he didn't mean I'm oh, tipping reckon, it wasn't yeah. in the script to knock it I
4: over But because it was, it was a prop. It just went over. Knocked <laughs> yeah. it over like, like nothing he knocked it over.
0: <clears throat> anyway, fast forward to May 11, 1980, and we see Henry Snorting Coke looks like shit. Did you notice yeah. that? He sort of looks really bad. And this was the day where he's suspecting all these helicopters that were watching him.
2: Yeah. I was gonna be busy all day. I had to drop off some guns at Jimmy's to match some silencers he had gotten. I had to pick up my brother at the hospital and drive him back to the house for dinner that night. And then I had to pick up some new Pittsburgh stuff for Lois to fly down to some customers I had near Atlanta. Right away, I knew he didn't want them. I knew I was gonna get stuck for the money. I only bought the damn guns because he wanted them, and now he didn't want them.
1: What the fuck are these things? They're no fit. What's the matter with you? What do we what do you want me to pay for this shit? I'm not paying for
2: it. I didn't say a thing. Jimmy was so pissed off, he didn't even say goodbye. Stop
1: with those fucking drugs. They're making your mind into mush. You hear me? Take them back.
2: Now, I knew my Pittsburgh guys always want the guns, and since I was going to see them later in the afternoon to pick up a delivery, I was pretty sure I'd get my money back.
0: Hear the helicopter? Yeah. So he was wandering all day. So this was the day when he had to pick up his brother. And then when he was at the hospital, the doctor goes, holy hell, you look like shit. Sit up here. And he gave he end up prescribing him uh, some, some antibiotics or something. Yeah. And then he, he he had to go back and get, remember, the babysitter that was that was get running the drugs for him? Yes. He had to get the package ready for her. He had a lot of running yeah. around to do that. Yeah, day. it was a really busy day. Cooking, cooking and running around. Cooking, the family dinner. So, But the babysitter says, look, I need to go home. I need to get my lucky hat. Yeah. <laughs> And he goes, what the like, fuck is You don't doing? need a hat. You're just flying yeah. somewhere. But then, then they have, there was a the drug bust, remember? So they they, they were being washed, watched, and then you end up seeing Karen flushing all the drugs down the toilet. Did you notice that? Yes. And, and, it was and a very quick scene. It was, but turned out the helicopters were narcs, and uh, he was unpacking all the gear, and it had all... all did you see all the all the cocaine residue mm. on it? Yeah. Um, Karen, Karen end up getting bail. Uh, was worried about what's going to happen to Jimmy and Paulie. So look, the the plan was they've got to just try to stay alive here because Paulie fi- finds out he's doing drugs. That's right. There, there could be some some consequences, and he he says, "Look, where's the drugs?" She says, "What do you mean?
4: I had to flush them down the toilet." He's like, "They were worth sixty thousand dollars." He
0: loses it here, thinking that's all we had. You flushed it down the toilet.
4: She didn't know that that was literally their life savings. because they got nothing else. Exactly
0: right. So they're sort of there in tears. Henry, then you see, you like that scene where he's sleeping with his his gun? gun. He's really paranoid. Mm -hmm. Um, Then he, the next thing we see, he's sort of apologising to Paulie. He says to Paulie, "Look, you know." Paulie says, "Look, you lied to me." Uh, He says, "Look, I'm ashamed. I need your help." Paulie gives
1: him some cash. No, I got to turn my back. $3,200.
2: 3200 bucks. That's what he gave me. 3200 bucks for a lifetime.
4: So that's all he that had. Again, a very it. mobster thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like it's like Paulie saying, kid, I love you. I've watched you grow up as a kid to, to what you are today. I'm giving you everything I've got in my pocket, and as soon as I've given you that cash, you're dead to me. I've got to turn my back I, on. I can't me. look yeah. at you I again. You're no longer part of my life. And it's funny because it's unspoken in the in, in script, but Henry knows straight away. That's the end. We're out. That's yeah. the end of his association. Yeah,
0: but did you notice this next <coughs> bit? Though like, I think they intimated, look, if we stay around here, we're dead. We're gone. The next bit you see though is Karen meets Jimmy, right? To, to go and he says, look, go down the street. There's some Dior oh, dresses yeah. you this might be is... interested in.
4: And I'm thinking, is she going to get whacked here? She says, yeah. no, oh, no Keep going. Keep going. Oh, yeah, what ex- were you thinking here? 100. That That is what yeah. was happening. Yeah, Jimmy wanted. Jim, Jimmy had set her up to be killed. Ah. But she. So she had, wouldn't talk. Yeah, and, and well, she, we know his track record there. She outsmarted him by going, you know what? This yeah, is not anywhere I'm, I'm going yeah. to get into your dress. I'm getting in the car, I'm getting out so of here. So she
0: gets scared. She runs back to the car. That really shook her up. Um, he meets Jimmy in the diner. Did you remember this scene where basically the, the point of the meeting was for Jimmy to find out about, how much Henry knows, how much he's going to yes. say? Because remember, yes. he got busted, right? That's right. So he's,
4: he's, he's also got the court documents. Yeah. And he, so he's he shitting himself. Him, I've told himself. you all your life you shouldn't be talking yeah. on the phone.
0: So he, he says to him, "Look, he's shitting himself about what, how much Henry's going to tell the police." Next thing we see is him in an office with some dude discussing witness protection and the whole thing. Where what do you mean, Karen says, "I can't contact
4: my parents." Yeah. Um. So it's, you know, I, I found it to be a fascinating little little scene because. Yeah you'd never think about the conversation that goes into agreeing to go into witness protection. Yeah, She's like, wait a minute, yeah. what? What and do you mean? It? I can't there's do a, this, can't do that? There's a great line by the FBI dude, and she's like, so, you know, need me? And he goes, you know what? I don't give a rat's what you do. Yeah. I, I don't don't really care. But if you do come into the program, he's a better witness, he's a happier man. Yeah. That's really the only reason he wants her in there.
0: Absolutely. Well, it ends up being that uh, he does rat on everyone. Jimmy's arrested, Paulie's arrested, Henry... Testifies. I like this bit here where he's in the witness box, and then he kind of breaks the fourth wall. He starts talking to the camera, and and talk, talking, narrating what's happening yeah, at the oh, end. This Did you like? That? He sort of like he, he's walked out of the witness box, talking to us because it's. So yeah.
4: I, I don't understand the term fourth wall and all that, but I get. Well, I the get fourth what wall means, is yes. sort of mean. You're talking it's, to the audience. The the pre- cinema, you got to yes. pretend they're not there. But yeah. it's it's so you go from this narrated style movie. So you've got movies that are fully scripted. Then you got movies yeah. that are. Scripted with narration like this one, and then you add in this moment where the narrator, who is a character in the movie, stands up, addresses the camera, and speaks to it. And yeah. it was very good, Absolutely. very uh, house of cards
0: style. Yeah, it was no good call. Uh, and next thing we see, he's uh, he's sort of got you can tell some times past, his, his hair is not as slick as it used to be. He's in like a suburban home, and he describes
2: what his life is like now, and now it's all over, <laughs> and that's the hardest part. And today everything is different. There's no action. I have to wait around like everyone else. Can't even get decent food. Right after I got here, I ordered some spaghetti with marinara sauce and I got egg noodles and ketchup. I'm an average nobody. get to live the rest of my life like a schnook.
0: So that was good. Cool. Remember how at the very start he was saying it's the best life yes. and it's like being the president and now at the very end he's saying Look, I'm like a bum like everyone's schmuck. Like everyone else, it's the circle that, of life. That was my the friend. that was the ending. There, yeah, let's Very move on good. though to the some great quotes in this, and there's and a most fair of few, them, right? Most of them, are, in fact, all of them are Tommy's character. Let's start off with this one.
1: I said, "All right, I I'll tell you something. Go fuck your mother."
0: <laughs> this is before the. Oh, I'm boy. funny. Hey,
1: you saw the paper, Anthony. My head was up like this. Like this. So, then, so now I'm coming around, you know. I start to come out of it. Who do I see in front of me? This big prick again. He says, Oh, what do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your money.
0: <laughs> that was just before the You Think I'm Funny. You Think I'm Funny? Is it now, my voice? <laughs> this bit is after the think, you, know, you Think I'm Funny. Remember when the guy smashes him over the head? Remember he smashes the owner yeah. with a bottle? This is what he says.
1: Hey, you want to laugh? This prick last week he asked me to christen his kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I write for
0: seven thousand. They charged seven thousand. He
1: charged. You really are a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: this bit, and, and this again, <laughs> is from numerous watches of this right. movie. Right, this little line. Tommy's a psychopath, right? Obviously, in the Billy Bat scene. When they're stomping the crap out of him. Yes, I know that. They get get the the tablecloths out, and then Tommy says this at the end. This is fucking bad.
3: What are we gonna do with them? We can't just dump them on the street. No, no, no. I know, place upstate. They'll never find. Come on, let's get some more tablecloths.
1: I don't want to get blind on your floor. I didn't
0: he want to get blood, blood on, on your, your floor. floor. So he's very thoughtful yeah, in very that thoughtful, regard. Yeah, very he thoughtful. just stomped the blood to death. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this is the I reckon, a favourite line oh, I was line just going to say,
4: this is the line he says of to the his movie mother. because yeah. he's talking to his mother and his mother's saying, you know, you should get married. Yeah. You should meet a nice girl. Why
1: don't you get yourself a nice girl? Get I get yourself- a nice one almost every night, Matt. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I, I settle, mean- settle down almost every night. But then in the morning I'm free. I love you. <laughs> I want to be with you. Why be not you settle down?
4: That's that was such nice. a good
0: line. That was nice. All right, let's move on to not really uh, how did that happen, plot holes. We're going to do truth v reality. Okay. Okay, some interesting ones oh, here. Yeah. According to Henry Hill, who this was based on his life, mm-hmm. Joe Pesci's portrayal of Tony DeSimone, so Tony, Tony. To, Tommy, Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeSimone, was about, he says, between 90 to 99% accurate. <laughs> and he said that one exception, Tommy was a much bigger guy, oh, okay. more massively built. The film, uh, as I said, told from Henry's perspective. You sort, you sort of think he's a player, yeah. He's sort of one of the one of yeah. the leaders. Uh, in actual fact, r- the gangsters of that era said that Hill was actually a bit player. He wasn't really a big f- big uh, figure in the whole organisation. Um, he was more of a hanger on. They described him so not interesting. He must have talked himself up. Um, he uh, w- was obviously portrayed to be something bigger than he really was. Okay. Uh, Henry is the also shown he's a real smooth talker womanizer again totally opposite to his actual character he was a uh, the, in reality they reckoned that he was a real screw up and just w- was making mistakes all the time and just not as as polished spoken as by seems. a true gangster as yeah. you've seen a movie that portrays like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was also uh, Karen and Henry had a do- you think they got two daughters don't yes. you they actually had a son in real life yeah, I don't know why not. Not but don't it know why no, they it makes ch- no yeah. effort in the why movie. Why do you change that? Like uh, Greg was the son's name. Um, mm. It might have been maybe Greg himself didn't want to be portrayed in it, didn't want to be associated, p- possibly. But that was another difference. Uh, Henry says that Tommy. Remember, he says he was shot in the face, so his mother couldn't give him an yeah, open but in the back of the head. Yeah, but it, but it went through these faces here. I so. guess so. Yeah, uh, it was he was not killed instantly. Apparently, in real life, he was tortured beforehand. Tommy's real-life counterpart was killed uh, in January 1979, and his remains were never recovered. They never found him. Um, three out of the five major characters, Paulie, Tommy, and Jimmy, all had their last names changed. So the Tommy DeVito is actually Tommy DeSimone. Paulie Cicero, he was Paul Verio. And Jimmy Conway was Jimmy Burke in real life, so they changed right. the surnames. Um, Henry says, uh, "Remember the flight at the start? I've always wanted to be a gangster. Um, that's true, but it's structured so that you think that he wanted to be a gangster all the time. But in actual fact, Henry was invested young, but he actually wanted out a few times. He sort mm-hmm. of he, he even joined the air force at one point. Oh, during, right, and." Uh, but ended up coming back to the, you know, just when I'm out, they pull me back in sort of thing, right? Um, the film shows Tommy and Henry growing up together. Did you get that idea? Yep, yep. In reality, they didn't grow up together. They okay. were Tommy was actually seven years younger and didn't meet Henry uh, until he was 15. So he was a bit older. Paulie, uh, Cicero, in the, you know, he was portrayed, remember you were saying he'd, They said he doesn't like to walk fast, doesn't like to move fast. Apparently, in real life, he was actually quite an intimidating figure who had a wild temper, was actually not as meek and mild as he was portrayed in the movie. He was actually quite a wild guy in real life. Um, The movie uh, didn't get it wrong, they say, about Tommy Simone. The feedback from the people of the time saying that the character portrayed by Joe Pesci, you think he's crazy, they reckon... He, that wasn't uh, even close to how crazy he was. <laughs> I reckon in reality he was worse than that. Can you believe it? <laughs> Things you might not know. Now, we did issue a explicit warning at the start of this, remember? Yeah. Now, the word fuck <laughs> is used 321 times, wow. on average, 2.04 times a minute. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pesci says about half of them. Um, the script though only had 70 fucks in the script but in the improvisation it obviously got a lot more because of that so the (laughs) expletives really went through the roof now at the time of the film's release it had the most profanity of any movie in history (laughs) now as of 2020 it's actually now number 15 oh wow Wolf of Wall Street, another Martin Scorsese, we, yes. was also directed by Scorsese. So I was going to say
4: you've used that stat before.
0: I have, yeah. He was uh, that became the number three movie, but it's The um, Goodfellas has now been eclipsed, uh, according to Pesci. ad improvisation uh, was always always welcomed. Uh, Martin Scorsese liked to let his cast really just just throw it out there to see what happens. Yep. And he often made transcripts of those sessions. So during the rehearsals, he just let him improvise, and he'd say, "Okay, I like what you said there. I like let, let's do that." Ah, so right. he'd I've always take wondered that about these
4: improvisations.
0: Yeah. some of them are just cold add on set, but these right. ones were in rehearsal. In rehearsal. And he goes, oh, "I like that bit. Let's do that again." So he sort of was like a semi-improvisation. Uh, okay. In a documentary, Ray Liotta said that the first-person narration of the film, rather than him just being by himself. They wanted him to narrate with another person in the room like he's telling a story rather than just reading which, off which a script. It
4: changes the way you say yeah, it. Yeah,
0: so he was sort of like talking to someone in the room. That's very smart. Yeah, so that it made like he was actually retelling a story. Genius technique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one important detail left out of the movie, one uh, uh, sort of a thing that Jimmy Burke and Henry got involved in was a sports bribery scandal. This was made into another documentary. The Boston College football team... They they got them to shave points, so the scheme was at the, around the same time as the Lufthansa heist. So oh, really, it didn't, didn't get much attention in the movie. <laughs> so um, it was it was um, it was there about them making bets on the team to win by a certain margin. There was a there was an interview on the ESPN series Thirty for Thirty, and that sort of talks about. There's an episode in that documentary called "Playing for the Mob," and that's about how Henry Hill and Jimmy oh, Burke. Wow bribe the these Boston basketballers to shave points. Uh, did you notice, Henry says that he and Jimmy could never be made uh, because they weren't full Italian? Yep. Did you know that in the year 2000, the, they changed the rule? So the commission, right, the commission, which is made up by the five New York City families, so yes. the big mobs, they said you can be made if your father is of Italian descent and if his last name is Italian. But that would still, Henry and Jimmy wouldn't, because they're Jim, Henry Jimmy Conwell, Jimmy Burke, Henry Hill, they weren't Italian surnames, so they couldn't be made. So they did make an exception. The commission decided to weigh in there. Uh, when uh, Did you notice this too, when Henry and the others are outside Idlewild Airport, and it's 1963 here, right? You see a Boeing seven four seven. Yeah, the first seven four seven weren't until nineteen sixty nine. Sixty nine and entered service in nineteen seventy. Also, too, when young Henry was arrested for selling the black market cigarettes right out the back of the truck, yeah. they had the boxes had barcodes on them. So the barcodes weren't uh, introduced until nineteen sixty six, and became standard in nineteen seventy, and then scanned as to pa- to make payment in nineteen seventy four. Here's another one that takes numerous watches to notice. Young Henry is right-handed.
1: <laughs> Old Henry is left-handed. They
0: change. He must be ambidextrous.
4: Ambidextrous. I don't know. Yep. That brings us to the end, mate. To wrap up and rating. I loved it. It was a great movie. Um, it's a long 225-ish, but it yeah. doesn't feel it. I think when you watch it, sit down and enjoy it. You need every minute. Eh? I genuinely think there will be people who haven't seen this. I really do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I think they will. They will get the same feeling as I do. It's 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 cracker. I, d- I don't. What what did I? Which was the recent one? A couple of weeks ago that I said it's like one of the best. Like it's right up there now. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I mean, geez, I think I enjoyed it as much. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a night It's a ten. Yeah, it's, it's a cracking
0: movie. Cracking This is my top ten as well. This is a really, really good movie. I'm going to struggle Forsese, to come up with the top ten coming to De, De Niro, Pesci, yeah, J- Ray Liotta. So that's his iconic role of his career. Just brilliant top to bottom. Yeah. Can't, you cannot go wrong. Loved it. Anyway, let's talk about next week. Next week, a solid gear change, solid change of pace. We are doing Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Starring... Jim Carrey. We're going from Goodfella. Yes, to Ace Ventura. (coughs) And here's your millionaire question. I've prepared for you as well, mate. You know the show Friends? I'm aware of it. Okay. Which cast member of Friends is a co-star of Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Is it A, Matt LeBlanc, B, Lisa Kudrow, C, Matthew Perry, or D, Courtney Cox? So I don't co-star. think it's either of the boys. Okay. So Jim Carrey's a star, as Ace Ventura, yep. feel, and there's feel a like, co star.
4: I feel like I don't know of Kudrow doing anything else, whereas Courtney has done so much. I reckon it's her.
0: Bingo. You're on fire with these millionaire questions. Yeah, baby. Hey, you become a bit of a movie buff. I wouldn't go that far. Well, that's it. Yeah, Ace Ventura. It is a, again a movie I can recite line by line, and lines I still use to this day. Oh, really? That we'll be talking about okay. next week in our show, the best movies you've never seen. So be sure to watch Ace Ventura: Pet Detective on your Fetch Box and on your High sense TV. Spot on. Bring it on. Let's talk to you next week. All righty then.